This is another edition of Yesterday, Today, and Tomorrow, brought to you by Hyphen. I'm over the moon excited right now, if you can't hear it in my voice, because we have an illustrious guest. This man is probably one of only, the one and only one in the state of Wisconsin right now. One of only 371 people. He is a Packer from the beginning to the end. We are over the moon excited because we have NFL Hall of Famer. Yes, NFL Hall of Famer, Leroy Butler with us, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you. This is, this is, uh, you. This is, a, this is a major, major, uh, major key for us, man. We are very excited. How you doing today, Mr. I'm Butler? doing fantastic. The weather's great here. Um, more than anything, I want to uh, shout out Mario from Leap 36 Podcast for helping me get this interview. I saw Mr. Barnes on y'all's show. Oh, yes, and yes, I, And I love his family, his mom and dad. I love him. Mm-hmm, no doubt. And when I saw him, I said, man, I want to go on that show. And Mario wow. said, say no more. Wow. So so to follow Mandela, I'm pretty excited. That's fantastic. Yeah. That's, we, we, we appreciate that, Mr. Butler. Yes, that yes. is really, really, really exciting, yeah. man. Mandela Barnes, as you mentioned, was our first guest. Yes. And we really, we really wanted to, uh, you know, we really wanted to keep the bar high. Um, I did some connections. Shout out to Kenny Perez, one of our DJs here. He was the one that hooked me up with Mario. Oh, very and, nice. Uh, Shout know, out to him. Basically put us where we are right now, man. You're my so brother say, now. Uh, it's, that's a connecting the culture. That's what we yeah, do in Hyphen, sure. you know what I mean? So so, so it's yeah. great, man. Um, we got a lot of questions for you today, Leroy. Hopefully, okay. hopefully you're ready. I'm used <laughs> but, to that. Right, I'm, sure, I'm sure this is your first. Yeah. You've been interviewed a couple <laughs> times, I'm sure. But, you know a bunch. I mean? But uh, we got Chris Alexander here as well. He's going to ask a couple of questions. But... Let's get right into it. So what is Leroy, Leroy Butler up to these days? I mean, I know you got oh a lot going on. You wake up in yeah. the morning and say, hmm, I'm a Hall of Famer. What should I do? No, nah, I don't do that. Nah, I, don't I don't do that. Do that but, but what's, what's Some guys do, though. I believe, um, I believe. For me, it's, sometimes it's what really confuses me is when people hear my story, because I'm doing a documentary on my story. Mm. Some people think it's fake because they say there's no way he can be this happy. Because I have, I smile a lot. I'm a happy person. But I really, I wake up. Um, my son, uh, Leroy Butler IV, uh, he's special needs. He's, he's autistic. <clears throat> he's almost as tall as me. He's 12 years old. But he's the only kid. I have uh, seven kids, six daughters. Six daughters. Out of those seven kids, he's the only one every morning wakes up and says, Dad, I love you. Your son? <laughs> it just yeah. melts me. That's why he's my favorite, by the way. <laughs> Your but phone, we uh, have the fun. The Butler daughters. Uh, they don't, man. They don't. Trust, my trust, oldest. Trust 15 seconds ahead right now. They, trust me, they know. <laughs> my oldest is 38, and then I got a 29, 28, and a 22. Those are all in Florida, mm-hmm. in Jacksonville, Florida. Jacksonville represent. And the other two daughters are 19 and 18, and then my son. That's, we got a very blended family, me and my wife, Genesis. She's from Milwaukee. so Nice choice. I, I know, right? <laughs> and our family really is a reality show because I, I do all the cooking, cleaning in the house, and all that kind of everything. She has to manage the kids, which I don't want to do. <laughs> if you got two teenagers in the house that argue about some of the dumbest stuff, I don't want to be bothered with that. <laughs> right. So she got the hardest job. Uh-huh. So when I wake up, I just thank the Lord I'm blessed that because no. to have a family and and to be who I am and what I stand for, I'm so proud of that. And we'll get into that once we talk about mm-hmm. me. But when people see this interview, they always, and the good thing I like to say, every interview I've done, which I've done thousands, 
you always learn something more about me that you probably didn't know and that you can't Google. So I'm excited about that's that. That's mad. And that's a, that's a huge part why we yep. wanted to have you here today because, mm-hmm. like you said, you can Google so much. You can Google yeah, the highlights. Yeah, and the Lambo yeah. Leap. Let's not forget yeah. about the Lambo Leap. The yep. inventor of the Lambo <laughs> Leap is here. This is crazy, man. But, you know, so you, you think about these things and – um but um, it's 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 the it's about the blessing and and having a family. You know what I mean? Yes. And, and that's yes. Number one. Oh, trust me. When I and we'll get into this later. Mm. But when I made the Hall of Fame, my kids were stunting on people. Boy, they were taking pictures. <laughs> my dad in the Hall of Fame. I was like, girls, girls, don't do that. They was trying to work. Yeah, what? Man, they were changing their profiles. I say, wait a minute. That is not how I taught y'all. You're not supposed to be like that. Right. And my son was like, yeah, dad, they're crazy. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and then they were like, well, wait a minute. You're the only one who can go to school with your name on the back of your jersey and it says Butler. Right, right. He said, but that's my name. Mm-hmm. So they enjoyed it. And that's what I love about it. That's amazing. They enjoy And my family and my friends, with you guys now, my friends, I like that they get a chance to enjoy it. And that's the best thing about being that kind of person. Absolutely. And yep. now that we friends, expect a few DMs yep. and a, you know what I mean. I'll be yep. you up. So thank you for that. <laughs> oh, I'm all right with that. <laughs> no, we you know why I don't mind that? Because I can always ignore it, right? <laughs> so, so people say, "Don't give me." I said, "Give them your number." Just say you thought it was a telemarketer. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I didn't get it. Uh, that's why I don't. That's why my daughter. Put, <laughs> this is one of those techno. She's amazing. She said, "Dad, don't be putting on your text message that you read it." So you can ignore people. Oh, yeah. I, I, yeah, that's a, that's it. Oh, they read it. Oh, he know he got it. He's just not texting me back. Yes. So you turn that off soon. They have to help me out. Home. They help me out. Yeah. So you talked about going into the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you waited a couple of years to get into the Hall of Fame. 16. 16. Yeah. Did you ever... Did you ever? I mean, I'm sure you didn't expect to get... Did you ever expect to get into the Hall of Fame? That's a great you question. Got no, that's a great question because... Narcissistic people sometimes always expect things, and when they don't get it, they act a certain way. Mm. But to me, you know, African-American in the inner city in Duval County in Jacksonville, I was just telling Chris this, when you're in Jacksonville and you're in the inner city in the projects, single family, home, single parent, where you have five kids in like a three-bedroom apartment, violence everywhere. Mm. When you get motivated... I stay motivated since I was little. So I didn't have to create some fake character to get motivated, mm-hmm. to get mad at So Listen, I've been motivated. So what I try to do is be prepared. And my whole life, I remember my mom, she passed away in 2016. And I remember Lee Rimmel over in Green Bay Packers. Yeah. I'm sitting there in my locker, and he came by my locker. He's like the marketing media guy and he always I always go to him and say who's calling the game this week mm, okay. I'm hoping to hear Madden and Summerall right. hey I'm ready you know that's what big, my new side right? everybody's watching and he mm-hmm. came to me he said you may one day be in the Hall of Fame I said why you say that he said you made all decade I said what's that you know because I wasn't really all decade team of the 90s right, right? I didn't yeah. think it was a possibility to that would happen. He said, no. And he sat next to me, and he pulled his glasses down to the bottom of his nose. When he did that, it was serious. <laughs> he said, yeah, if you're all decade, you're the top boat getter at safety. And uh, you may, I don't know when it'll happen. So I, I told my mom, and my mom in 2009, she said, why don't we work on your Hall of Fame speech? I said, mom, 
that is too narcissistic to even think like that. Had you been nominated at that point? Well, oh, no, not at that point. Oh, okay, so wow. But every guy gets a chance at it, but you don't make it past the cuts. Because mm -hmm. they start with like 1,500 guys all the way down to five. But it's a stage you make. Mm -hmm. And at that time, I hadn't even made that oh, semifinalist yet. Right, right. But she said, I want you to be prepared. I said, and she said, I don't even know what narcissistic means, but I, let's get prepared. <laughs> so we did a framework. My mom was amazing. We did a framework of my speech, and I was just prepared for it. And I waited, like I say, 16 years. But the problem with the smoke of that is the guys that get in on first ballot, I want to say no in particular person. I was, I, but I, the one name literally just popped into my head. And I was like, I don't they know. They don't to get into that one specifically. Or one of your teammates popped into I, my head. Not all of them, but a few of them. They don't really. It hit them, but it don't hit different if you right. wait it. They kind of expect it. Like we know, yes. we know Tom Brady. Is, you know he's gonna no, get in. Right. You so know Aaron Rodgers gonna get in. You know. So? Those, oh, yeah, that's a slam dunk. Certain <laughs> people are going to get in. joking, Aaron. Don't we get it. It's all good. Come on, Aaron. It's all good. <laughs> I'm sure it's listed, of course. Chill, Aaron. I love you, bro. We'll send it to him <laughs> in New York. But, oh, but wait, wait, that's where you're going. I thought it was San Francisco, right? Yeah. Man, nice. shout out to Joy Love. He's staying. Let's so, go, Jordan. Yeah. Let's go. Jay Love. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, it's, it's just, it's, it's confusing, though, because a lot of, I think you have to be in the room and then you hear guys talk. When you're a Hall of Famer, everybody's a goat with a gold jacket. Oh, yeah. Montana ain't no better than Zach Thomas, who just went in this. Right. We're Thomas, all the same. Right? Joe Thomas, Lawrence Taylor. Every, same. Everybody the same. Mm -hmm. So we let the barbershops and people debate that. Mm -hmm. But to me, waiting makes it amazing. I could see that. Yeah, I and I, because I, you know, my mom told me too, she said a lot of guys ain't gonna get this opportunity. 371, 371 yeah. out of the, how many, 10,000 probably? Thousands. Thousands of Good players, players though. Tons. That tons. won't, mm -hmm. and then they argue about who should have got in, who didn't. Every year you get close, and you say, your fans just, because, for example, Terrell Owens should be the first ballot. Oh, man, yes. Yeah. I didn't want to tackle that guy, man. <laughs> I didn't want nothing to do with this dude, man. Uh, the big, one of his biggest highlights mm -hmm. in the playoff game where he caught the... Yes. involved in that. Yes. Some guys, I don't know what the media, uh, the way he was, what he said, they're supposed to put that to the I'm side. That shouldn't impact what no. you No. On the field, T.O. was a problem. Serious. So the way he went about it, he had a grudge, and he was really upset because he waited three yeah, years. But the guy, I think, in my opinion, had the best hands, not the fastest, not the best route runner, but the best hands, in my opinion, is Chris Carter. Oh, number Chris Carter waited three years. I thought he should have been first ballot. Yeah, he but, uh, he kind of revolutionized the game, yeah. slot receiver, absolutely receiver, tough guy. Yes. And never and, dropped a pass. And, and revolutionized yeah. the game in a way. Yes. Speaking of revolutionizing the mm -hmm. game, we watch football now and we see mm -hmm. a lot of these hybrid safeties yes. in the box that's yeah. going to sack and yeah. getting sacks. And um, what's my man from Dallas? I can't think of his number. 11. Diggs? Okay. These type oh. of safety hybrids. I think you was one of the first people to do that that I remember seeing. 
from yes. a safety position. Yes. Did, you, did you always play safety? No, 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 <laughs> no. That's a, that's a hard-hitting no, position no. right there. As a matter of fact, we was having that conversation above, amongst some of the Hall of Famers, what position, how many positions you played growing up. And mm. college, I was a cornerback mm. first. Mm. But Ray Rhodes, oh, um, he was— for one year. Right yeah, now. he was a coordinator, and he called me down to his office. He said, we're going to draft Terrell Buckley with the uh, fifth pick, mm. and we want to move you to safety. I said, I'm not big enough to play safety. He said, no, 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 you're fine. So he had this idea that if I can cover the third receiver or a tight end, we don't have to change, and the offenses won't predict what defense we're in. Mm. And I thought it was brilliant. That is. And Fred Sherman came in, and he kept that plan in place. He said, you know what, I like this. He was the next coordinator. He came after Ray Rose? Yes, oh, wow. and we took it to a new level. Clearly. Super yeah. Bowl champ. Won yeah. a Super Bowl. Super Bowl is amazing. In New, I'm going to New Orleans next week, so I might need some recommendations. But you guys yeah. won a Super Bowl in New yeah. Orleans. That was amazing. First Super Bowl in Packer history. and I mean, not in Packer history, but mm -hmm. eons, a couple decades. 31 years. What was the Super Bowl? I mean, I'm sure you tell a lot of stories. What was the – you were there for a week, right? Yeah, we were – Media day and all that kind of it's stuff. It's different now. I'm, it's oh, different oh. now because it was like a two-week – before then they sit they went back to a week before the mm -hmm. Super Bowl. But for us when we found out that we were going to New Orleans, see I don't drink, but mm -hmm. and I don't drink and I don't smoke. So I remember the player saying, Why the hell are you going to New Orleans? <laughs> <laughs> I said, wait a minute. He's a we're not going to get drunk. We're going to win a Super Bowl. But guys like to smoke cigars and kick back. And they was like, well, how did you even start leap vodka if you don't drink? What? I said it's brilliant. Because I want everybody else to be happy. I'm already happy. That's, man. That's, I want everybody else that's happy. A brilliant model. Yeah, to look sit at, back right? and relax, man. And, and, and just let and you come to my world when you get to that way. But down there it was a lot of distractions though. I, I would think it and, was. And, uh, it was. I mean, that's February, so it's not quite Mardi Gras. But I mean it's the Super Bowl. That Mardi Gras so that, that crowd was there though. In the dawn in the Super Dome, yeah. right? Yeah. You had a sack in that game? Yeah, it kind of blew my mind because I saw Luther Vandross. He was getting ready to do the, <laughs> Rest in peace the uh, was he? national anthem. Okay. Mm -hmm. Blew my mind. I, Luther Vandross. Right. I mean, this, I mean, this, I mean, come on. You're right. on a, I'm from the projects. Right, this is right. not supposed to happen. Mm -hmm. And then God was like, yeah, it is. Enjoy it. And then I remember seeing the Blues Brothers. Whoa, Dan Aykroyd, Belushin, them, they were like the halftime show. Mm. And then I saw all these famous people, and then I, then it hit me. I had an intern come up to me and say, over 100 million people are going to watch this. That's a, that's and this one, social media wasn't even a thing. Mm -hmm. So it was, it was very impactful because, like I said before, 31 years of waiting for the Super Bowl is amazing. That is, man. And, and I mean, and, and, uh, for us as fans, I mean, I was mm -hmm. I was a very young guy back then. <laughs> okay, I was wasn't very young, but, I, <laughs> but at that time, I mean, it was for us. I mean, as, as yes. I mean, it still reverberate throughout the community. You know, we got a couple, we got one more Super Bowl mm -hmm. since then, but not none like that. I mean, um, so you mentioned growing up in Duval County, That's Jacksonville, right. That's Deville. Right. Yeah. Uh, you got a you had a lot of older siblings. You said, are you are, are you the old, what's the sibling? Well, my sister's the oldest, mm -hmm. and then my brother Doug, my older brother Michael, then me, and then my younger brother Darian. Okay. But I'm the best child. Of course, of course. You the middle? I mean, I'm the second to the baby. Okay, because the middle ones is 
The middle one yeah. is the one you got to watch out for. But well, all of was all of was different, but I was special. Of course, of course. because I I was special needs. Um, I had braces on my legs like Forrest Gump, and I couldn't run and jump like the other kids. I had a learning disability, so I was in the special education department at school, mm-hmm. and um, I used to. Um, so I just had a lot of delays when most kids were swimming. You know, doing things. I was inside with my mom. Mm. You know, that's how I learned my domestic skills, pretty <laughs> much. You became a great cook. Right? Exactly. <laughs> At 11 years old, I was cooking for the entire house because my mom had three jobs. Oh, wow. But I, I just, I told my mom I was eight years old. I said, you know what? I'm gonna play in the NFL and get you out of poverty. Cause she, I didn't know what poverty was. It was just a word. You, just, you don't realize. I just know we were poor. Mm-hmm. But in my mind, I was rich because she never. When I went to school with hand-me-downs, she prepared me. She said, now, they're going to pick on you because you wore your brother's shirt he wore yesterday. But you tell them that it's clean, and they have you something to come back at. So she taught me how to, like, banter, ranking. Ah, She said, because you're a funny kid and you don't know it. So you have to – kids are going to bully you whether you know it or not. But you can flip it on them, you know. And the best line she always used to tell me if it was a crowd of kids, which it was at times, Mm. If they was like saying stuff about me, I said, "Yeah," and I would, I would wait till they were done. Mm-hmm. Everybody laughed. I would just sit there and wait. And then they run out of jokes because it ain't penetrating me. I say, "But all y'all gonna want my autograph when I'm famous. So I'm gonna remember y'all faces." I was like Ooh. nine, ten years old. These kids, this kid is weird, oh, right, mm-hmm. man? Because all I wanted to talk about was God or the NFL. Mm. That's it. And as a, I, that's mm. it. I, I, that, I don't. Because I always felt like the path to make it to the NFL, I got to put these barriers up mentally so the violence in the inner city and being poor and stuff like that, that wasn't going to get in there. Because my grandmother was saying that God gave everybody a talent, and my talent was I can ignore negative stuff. It don't even bother me. That is a major it, it don't it's bother it's an yeah. important talent and it seemed to yeah. work because you know nfl hall of fame yeah it don't bother me man don't bother me i'm sure they asked for the autograph at one point too. i think <laughs> it i think it was weird when i made it i was a high school all-american i wanted to get into that i wanted to get into that sport. and that's when what i'm become because you i mean you sound like he was dealing yeah. with some stuff and then you train oh when yeah did, when did the sports kick you know what i mean when did that mm-hmm. kick in for you i would i honestly it really, I didn't really feel like I ever had this great talent, ever. Mm. It wasn't like a, like Deion Sanders, he can do all this. You know, LeBron James like was born with a beard and teeth. <laughs> like, this guy, teeth hey, I love LeBron James. But this man said like he's always been a grown man. I heard you he's know, always I heard had you talent. Talk about LeBron and Jordan. I caught some of that. Yeah, yeah don't, so don't, don't We'll leave that yeah. smoke for some little Yeah, because I will walk off this show if you say Jordan. <laughs> No, I wasn't gonna do that. Go ahead, go ahead. Look at Mario. <laughs> no, I just, I just, I've never had this great talent, and the reason why I'm proud of that is because I don't want kids to see interviews thinking that I grew up with this great. I just woke up with this great talent. Mm-hmm. I just did what God gave me the ability to do. Because I know guys bench press, they got sick twelve packs, they got muscles everywhere, <laughs> but they don't know the plays. Right. They gotta ask me. Mm-hmm. The kid with a one pack. That's pigeon-toed, <laughs> a one-pack, the rest is fat. <laughs> but I hilarious. know everything. Because when practice was over, mm-hmm. I still go to the coach, let me see that play again. He's like, wait a minute, go home. Show me again. No, don't demonstrate it, just show it to me. Because mm-hmm. I wanted to think like my coaches, because I always thought they were the smartest people in the world. Right. My teachers, 
who can teach me stuff because I need their knowledge. And now, don't get me wrong. I, you have to work out at work. But mm-hmm. to me, if I get it mentally, my body would catch up at right. some point. And, and, yeah. and, and you hear people say that a, lot, a huge yeah. part of these professional sports at all levels is, is mental. A lot of it is confidence yeah. and mental and knowing what you're doing. The physical Absolutely. ability helps, obviously, you know. Yeah. But, um, Man, that's amazing. So we, so again, so you decide you started to realize that sports was your thing. Yeah, yes. What was the yes. first sports? Was football your first? You know, your mom signing you up. Your first sport was I, I, soccer. You know, some people started soccer. Yeah. Up no, we didn't have soccer in the inner city. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't find a soccer ball. <laughs> this the projects, man. Back in the seventies. Hey, well, you but, know, Pele was big back then. I don't know the rules of soccer. They kept saying I was offside. They said, you can't go down there. I said, I don't like this sport. I go wait two hours just to kick the ball. I don't want to do that. But I played baseball, but I got hit by a pitch, so I said, no more of that. You should probably get hit by 300-pound guys. I really, so I can avoid him. Baseball is coming right at you. True that, true that. But basketball now, there's a debate in my head with that. Cause yeah. I'm gonna, yes, because it's just me telling me this. I was an amazing shooter, okay? I mean... This is you telling yourself. Yes, because right I was now. in my senior high school, I was all-conference, and I led the conference in scoring. What, oh, in Jacksonville? Yeah, okay. a shooter. I'm a shooter. Shooters. You know, shooters me, Reggie shooters. Miller, I mean, Michael Red, Ray Allen. You played against them? No, they oh. shoot like me. Oh, they I'm shoot naming like the, the, oh, other, the other dark throwers. Michael Red. We shooters, man. Steph, Steph, Steph Curry. Okay. I'm in that group. Okay, I can see. I, I'm... When we played, I was that guy. They throw a double pick, I come out, the ball gone. You shoot, what, you shooting a three? You shoot, they had a three-point? Anywhere. Okay. Yeah, we had three pointer, but anywhere it don't matter. Well, and I was because people naturally thought I was a defender. Mm. No, no, was a shooter, no. And, shooter. And all conference. Yeah, you got the, I was so proud of that. Does it a uh, picture thing? You got some? Oh yeah, I got all that. I'm glad you asked that. I got a yearbook. <laughs> I got a knee brace on, and wasn't nothing wrong with my knee. <laughs> I just want to be cool like Dr. Right. J. <laughs> the knee pad with the hole with the hole in it, right? Yeah, <laughs> with the two, two little iron things. I'm like. <laughs> My mom's like, why are you putting it on? I said, Mom, it's it's cool. <laughs> Everybody got knee braces on it. I think it's cool. That's you know? how you get to be all conference, man. Hey, man, it's, it was great. So, but it, it, it made a difference because I remember Coach Bobby Bowden. It changed my life. Mm. I, I promise you, this one I knew it was a God. I saw Bobby Bowden watching me play basketball because mm. he came down to recruit me mm-hmm. to watch me play. And that, Man, that made he the heard world. About how man. good of a basketball player you were, and came to yeah. recruit, watch you play. He wanted to see the skills and you know all that football. kind of stuff. Bobby yeah. Bowden, legendary Hall of Fame, icon, everything. College football coach, rest in peace. Of course. I, yes. Well, you know, I'll never we were, forget that. Chris got Chris is a major sports guy, and he asked some questions. And when you brought up Bobby Bowden, that triggered something. So you want to you want to jump in and jump? Yeah, ask a couple questions. Yeah, come on in here, cause Bobby Bowden, man, he changed my life. That was one of my questions. Now. Yeah. Mr. Butler, mm-hmm. first off, I want to start out by saying uh, I'm similar to you and your son. I grew up with five sisters. I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. Grew up with five okay. sisters, no brothers. Diagnosis being special ed, mm-hmm. um, learning disability, yes. behavior disability in Cleveland growing up. Mm-hmm. My mom was a special ed teacher. For oh, shout plenty, out to mom. Yeah, thank you, man, for plenty of years. Um, Love her. So she retired and, you know, and I came up and now I'm in the education industry as well as here at Hyphen and Radio Milwaukee, I love it. But yeah, growing up, 
all similar to you. All I wanted to do was listen to or listen to hip hop, rap music, and play mm-hmm. sports. This ain't about me. This about you. This mm-hmm. is where it comes into play. Mm-hmm. I grew up watching you all, Florida State, mm-hmm. Miami, those big games. Yeah. Keith Jackson calling the games. Yeah. You mentioned uh, Madden and Summerall. Yeah. You know, listening and watching those games. How was it? I was going to ask, how did it come about that you went to Florida State? You just oh, talked about that. Yeah, thanks for asking that. Cause yeah. that that's what really changed my life because I was a, and it's the emotional part of my story yeah. because I got a letter and I was in my algebra class and I'm sitting there wondering who in the hell invented algebra? This is, I mean, <laughs> I mean, what is going on with right. this? I'm adding numbers and letters and um, my teacher said that she got a letter that I didn't pass the SAT test and I wasn't surprised. But I didn't thought I I didn't think it would stop me from going to college, and I was a Proposition Forty Eight, so that means college you can still offer you, but you can't play your freshman year. But I got I was a consensus All American. I got letters from every major college. Everybody was sending me letters, letters packed, and I I got a handwritten letter from Coach Bowden said we don't care nothing about Prop Forty Eight. We want you to come to Florida State, but I gotta make a home visit. I said. Damn. Uh-huh. <laughs> if he, could, he ain't coming in the project. Nah, it ain't happening. But Coach Bow was smart, and God is good. He already knew where I lived. But I was like, it ain't going to happen. And he came in, and he was a hero. Every, mm. I mean, all the criminals, everybody standing around. <laughs> Coach Bow. He going to Mr. Butler's house. He pull up, and he walks in, no air conditioning. Everybody was... And it was just like, Miss Butler, I'm gonna give him a scholarship. Changed my life. Just he like said, You listen, we know you ain't gonna play your freshman year. You got plenty of time for that. I just need to get you out of this atmosphere. Gotcha. Come on up to Tallahassee. So I had to catch the Greyhound bus Jeez. for nine dollars with my student ID to go back and forth because my girlfriend was in Jacksonville. So in my head, I got to get back to see my girl. <laughs> but that's how I was. And then when they weren't working, I got the trailways. And yeah. I just had to, I, I wanted to be close to home. It was two hours. So I owe a lot to Coach Bobby Bowden. I really do. So it was, basically it was a no-brainer going to Florida State. Oh, like slammed up. You were getting yeah. offers from everywhere, Miami, everywhere, Florida. Everywhere. And those were a no. I'm UCLA, USC, Notre Dame, everybody. But when they found out I didn't pass the SAT, yeah. they just stopped writing. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Oh, he's a lifesaver. But he leaned in. Instead yeah. of pulling back, he leaned in and said, you know what, I, I just I believe in this kid. Because every time he would hear about me to my teachers, shout out again to the teachers. Teachers yes. say, you're a bad kid. Hey, man. And they, they try to cover for you, but you're going to make them look bad by being bad. Mm. They look at your record, no referrals. He's never came to the office unless to visit. Yeah. <laughs> never been in fights, never was shooting spitballs, none of that stuff. Didn't get a girlfriend until he was 17 years old. Because this man is wanting to get his mom out of these projects. Let's go, focus. Now, nah, don't get me wrong, I had some girls. But I wasn't going to get gotcha. distracted. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You gotcha. Yeah. Especially, <laughs> I had one uh, named Willette. Willette McLaughlin. Willette McLaughlin. Man. That was a 12-piece, cuz. Okay. 12. She was a perfect human being and 
perfect in every way. Okay. And I said, and I just remember her saying, man, when you get to Tallahassee, girls going to come after you. Yes. Is that the yeah. young lady that put the Wendy's chili on? The no, that's Wendy's how you know about that story. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, it wasn't her. <laughs> but my cousin, my cousin was going to school. <laughs> I knew we were getting into this story. Man, that story is crazy. Cause my cousin went to Florida A and M, HBCU, right around the corner. Rattlers, yeah. And so I didn't know she was, I thought she was going to go to Tallahassee Community College, which is on the other side of Tallahassee. But she said, cuz, I'm at, fam, you the Rattlers. Mm -hmm. She said, meet me at, you know, on Tennessee Street, that's at Florida State, yeah. at the Wendy's, we're going to get some chili. And she was buying. This, <laughs> man, this, and she had about five or six AKAs with her, oh. you know. Yep. So red bones too. Yep. Red bones. They, they usually oh, are. That's my weakness. <laughs> they usually are. Oh, that's your weakness. That's my weakness. In college, <laughs> man, I said red bone, I'll faint. <laughs> they were just so beautiful and they smelled so good too, boy. So I'm sitting there with them just kinda just I'm just this is my cousin, my favorite cousin. We sitting there just talking. Yeah. Now I'm all American. Everybody knows who I am, everything. Uh -huh. And so my girl walks in and she just, somebody tipped her off. He's up there with all these girls. Mm -hmm. She came up there, and she grabbed that chili and just spilled it all over my head. Oh. And I had them, back then I had them waves in there. Yeah, yes, sir. I had that Murray's grease. Right. The Murray brush, with the, the brush. brush. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Brush in my back Do pocket. Rag. Yes, sir. <laughs> I'm like, Ooh, why you do that? Oh. You ain't going to cheat on me. I said, it's my cousin. She said, yeah, I'm his cousin. And she felt terrible. But... Yeah, so every time I drive by Wendy's, I get triggered. <laughs> I'm sure. There's a Wendy's. I'm like, that's crazy. <laughs> and they <laughs> nope, don't even say it. Nope, but that chili is fire. But yeah, that's fire. Fire. Yeah. The nugget, the nugget, yeah. Right, for sure. <laughs> Man, up, yeah. Wendy's? <laughs> I know, right? Let's get that contract. They well, got you, great commercials too. Uh, yes, yeah. sir. <laughs> no, you just mentioned that um, you had the waves and stuff. I see you tapered mm. up nicely. We are gonna give a salute to your barber and you know. Oh, DJ know. King, man. Okay, DJ That's King. Yeah, yes, yes. 50, 52 West Hampton. Okay, oh, give that yeah. salute. Yeah, yeah, man. Wow. Where they go? They go down <laughs> Hampton. 150 miles an hour with no tag. Oh, right. Ten winners, you don't know what's inside driving. True. And smell like the greatest of Kush. <laughs> okay? They got weed every smell everywhere. Right? True. But I need to get my hair cut. Okay? Uh, stay focused. I'm here for that. Yeah, yep. so yep. I go there for the culture. Get my hair for cut. For the culture. Let's yes. go. <laughs> I ain't let nobody else touch my head. No, uh, no. This been going to him for a while. Oh, 20 years. 20, okay. Loyalty. I've been knowing Dietrich a long time, man. He's, Good stuff. he's a great guy, man. You talked about growing up in Jacksonville. Yeah. Siblings. Y'all in the house together. You mm. get the opportunity mm. to put on some music. Yeah. Leroy, it's your chance. Here's your, here, put the record on. I mean, I don't, we didn't have aux back then or iPhone. Or yeah, we had none. You had to play the cassette <laughs> or the record or the CD. What is yeah. Leroy playing? As well, a, as if, a shorty. As a, so I would have to listen to the adults, what they were playing. It was all Motown. Mm. If you were on Motown, then my uncle Charles would play it or my mom. Mm. If you weren't on Motown, oh, you ain't okay. got a chance. Oh. I remember... My mom went to the OJ's concert 
and I never heard of OJs. It was OJ's like a group. Be Milwaukee. They'll be in Milwaukee. Yes, on the last tour. It was just like groups, and they were synchronized, dancing and singing. That's why she liked them. And then she was a huge Aretha Franklin fan. Mm, and so uh, that's what I grew up on until I can choose my own music. That's all you heard. At my, because uh, my grandmother had a record player, and my aunt uncle, and we would go over there for like parties, and the kids would go outside, of course, and they would play music, and then I heard somebody say, "Al Green coming on!" Everybody screams, <laughs> all the women screaming. Al Green is the. And then they say, "Smokey up next." I say, "Are they talking about a barbecue place?" <laughs> Smokey food. Greens and Smokey Robinson. I say, "Smokey, what are they talking about?" So, Smokey Robinson. Smokey Robinson was huge in my family. Yeah, any kind of Motown. That's why we every time we used to go to Detroit. Uh, some of my family members would come because they always wanted to go and like see like Detroit. Yeah, Motown was big, huge. That's incredible. So you, your family was in the Motown. Mm -hmm. You, um, you get older. Oh boy. You start going in the. I was a DJ. What? Come on, come on, father. come on, man! <laughs> you didn't tell him I was a. Listen, tell you. Know my name is amazing. Now I got the best DJ name. Okay. My name was Listen. DJ. What? 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 They said, "What the hell are you talking?" About? It's like, what you want me to play? What you want me to play? What you want me to play? What, 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 what? what? Okay, okay, okay. So I would see. My mom told me, if you do requests. You ain't never wrong. He requested that. <laughs> Why you play? This man requested this. That's this young true. lady requested this, okay? This man is a genius. So I said, so my homeboys used to carry the crates. Mm. And we had, to, I couldn't mix and scratch. Mm. But I just can't know when, when a song is bleeding down to put on another one. Okay, yeah. And Blend. you play it for the crowd. But I'm a little biased. Mm. Cause I'm a huge T Pain fan. T Pain, Tallahassee. Tallahassee. You know, uh, anybody from Tallahassee? I, I, to me, can I get in arguments with people? Cause T Pain is in my top five. Mm. But this my top five. Top five rap. Rapper, singer, whatever. Mm -hmm, okay. T Pain ain't coming out of that. No, I want all the smoke. At one point, T Pain was the biggest artist in the world. Mm -hmm. yeah. And he's a great guy. And he still is, is huge. And he was at Summerfest. I mean, you come to Summerfest, man, it's one of the biggest shows. Yeah. T-Pain. The, the library, the catalog is great. Is, yeah. He's, yeah. he's an honest guy. Got a podcast. It, got a good podcast. And yes. Oh, yeah. I, I saw DJ Quick on there. You ain't getting guys amazing. with DJ Quick these days. Yeah. He, don't get the, he don't get the accolades that he should have gotten, but I appreciate love and respect T-Pain. Uh, Jermaine, Jermaine Dupree. Mm. I remember meeting him. Uh, we was at um, Dorsey Levin's house Whoa, um, horse. in Atlanta. Uh -huh. And Jermaine Dupree is my top three producers of all time. Mm. And I want all the smoke on that. Jermaine Dupree, to me. Who else is in there? We'll come back to Jermaine I don't care about them. Oh, okay. I just want Jermaine Dupree. <laughs> Welcome to Atlanta. Yes, yes, sir. When I don't, when they be to my Dr. Dre and all these, mm. I'm fine. Mm. Jermaine Dupree, to me, nobody's better than him because he take people and make them stars. Yeah. And his vision. The brat? 
Well, we saw Missy Elliott to me is on that list too, mm -hmm. because I met her at Dorsey's. Like, we shooting dice. <laughs> Missy Elliott was not shooting dice, but she was there. And she was so sweet uh -huh. because we were just I was so so deaf for that. I, I'm biased. But this is my. No, this is what. This is that's what we want to know. We want that. That's, that yeah, that's listen, our, that's that's all me. But when I played at Florida State, the house party types. Luke, uh, Uncle Luke, man. Oh man! Don't stop. Get it. Get it. Uh, if it wasn't for Uncle Luke, none of these people were doing these songs with the explicit on there. He went to court, man. Yeah, banned in the U.S. Freedom of speech. That was a thing. Mm. Yes, sir. Got they, yeah. everybody owe everything. To that's Uncle Luke. That's, that's Luther Camel is. About that. Yes, yes. I man. Had and they, uh, yeah, they had a song banned in the USA. Yes. They talk about it in the whole. Hey, we uh, won't. You ain't need it. Hey. 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 Mr. Vaughn. We played the whole album. You just played the whole album. You just played his whole. Uncle Luke is an icon living. No question. No question. And I be wanting all the smoke when people. Bring up all these. Uh, this guy produced, wrote, mm -hmm. but he, but not only that, put that to the side. He put his reputation on the line. Mm -hmm. If y'all gonna have a constitution, why I can't follow it? Yes. Why can't I say a bad word? If you don't like it, don't listen to it. Right. But we want it. And, and, it's and we want to think it. about I mean, that's interesting. Cause love, imagine, that, love Uncle Luke, man. Yeah, me too, man. Imagine what the music world would be like without <laughs> explicit lyrics. I mean, it's an odd right. thing, but it's like, it's it's an yes. it's it's expression. You know, it's the it's uh, First Amendment right, like you said. I had a party for at my house in Jacksonville mm -hmm. for Junior Mafia, Lil' Kim, and Biggie Small. So that's when I, was, I had money back then. I'm broke now, but <laughs> big old house, man, Jacksonville and Deerwood. My friend Levi Jordan, uh, rest in peace. He was the promoter. He had biggest smalls. And, um, but, I, but you know. At your house? They came to your house? See, when he said biggest small, he had another name, too. He had, like, three names. Um, big Papa. Oh, yeah. Yep. So I didn't, I said, Big Papa, man, we need to have him a party. I said, you know, come on with it. That's my friend Levi. We grew up together. Right. He said, big and small. I kept hearing these different names. <laughs> and Lil' Kim was just a young lady, mm -hmm. young, very respectable, junior mafia. We had a great time. Wow. And the only thing about it, you know your entourage, right? Mm-hmm. They have, they have an entourage. You know, these are guys that the hangers on type right. oh, yeah. with the label. Right. <laughs> Man, one of these fools is smoking in my house. Smoking cigarettes? The no, that Kush, cuz. Oh, the, the this in Jacksonville. <laughs> I started smelling weed. I'm like, cuz I don't smoke or drink. Right. So and I don't even allow it. One of these guys just smoking, man. Party over? No, no. For him, it was. <laughs> he can't ruin it for everybody else. Right. One apple, right? But we, we do that, and it changes music because the New York music was starting to mix in down here now. Because oh, yeah. T.I. is one of my other favorites. Well, and he got a song with uh, Currency and Jermaine Dupree. Mm. And uh, T.I. is in my top five, of course. So the down south music was more of an influence to me. Okay, yeah. Well, and then New York came in when I started playing for the Packers. Okay. Um, talk, so I, I was curious about the whole, I mean, Chris touched on you when you got mm -hmm. drafted. So yeah. 
Something I hear about a lot is is music in the locker room. Mm-hmm. You got like yes, yes, six, yes, yes. How many players in the fifty two? Well, during the season, I would say fifty three. So how is yeah. the? And y'all all are of course in a big room. I'm sure it's all yep. kind of chaos. How is the music decided? Is there a? Is well, there a we we were a very close team. Mm-hmm. I'll just start with the Super Bowl for three years. That ninety five to ninety eight, very tight. Mm-hmm. So we just didn't a lot of music. Could not say the N word. Couldn't say it. Right on. No. Can't. And it probably no. wasn't as prevalent back then as it is. Oh yeah, it was. <laughs> it wasn't coming in a lot. Because it's it's just weird because we don't me and Reggie White, we don't say that word. We don't talk like that. We we just and we and Reggie didn't want to hear a lot of cussing. So we a lot of run DMC. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we had country music at times, mm-hmm. and we had pop music, uh, a lot of Journey. Don't uh, stop, don't yeah, stop. man, we had um, a <laughs> wide range, wide range of music, but it was always radio edited, no cursing, no bad words. But the music and the hooks, we had a one tape would just play all hooks, oh, yeah. all hooks. <laughs> And that's really what you want. Yeah, you want the because you don't even know the words. Right, the hooks, <laughs> the one bring you in. That's why I was a big fan of uh, Puff Daddy. You know, oh, yeah. you you write a good hook, you can go to any rapper and put it on there. That's what we did in the locker room. Yeah, and, cool. and Gilbert Brown basically wanted more Detroit. Oh yeah. And that's how Gilbert actually uh, got me into another guy that's in my top five. Eminem was my one of my best of all oh, time. Eminem was like, uh, I mean, towards, I mean, the late 2000s, mid-2000s coming up, Eminem was, you know, then I learned about Big Sean. Oh, yeah. My big, big Sean guy. And then towards once I was out, you know, is Drizzy Drake. I mean, everything is about Drake. Yeah, man. Everything. What's your, you got a favorite, a favorite song from Drake? The Uh... He got so many, man. This guy. That's why I was like, you, you um, think it's hard to pick one. I'm sure. Ooh, ooh. God's plans. That's like number three. Uh, what's the? This uh, is difficult because he got so many hits. Yeah, right, right. But started from the bottom is I that hits different because where I came from. No question, no question. Started from the bottom. Now we're here. Mm-hmm. Think about that. You're a kid. And the whole and you, team is up in here. We all here, you know? Yeah, yeah, and that, yeah. so every time I see Drake, man, I get emotional. Because that guy did a lot for a country in Canada. And that's that's how I got into Justin Bieber. Canada Ooh. people. Yeah, yeah Bieber's so 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 okay. Canada. Now, Justin Bieber, I learned by Quavo. He know what I love. You know I, I love. I was getting it. Out. I you know I love Migos. Uh-huh. I love Rest Migos more than. Off, of course, I trade three of my daughters for the Migos to have that name. <laughs> I'm kidding, kids. So I'm a big Quavo fan, but I he did something with intentions with uh, Quavo in the pandemic. You know mm-hmm. that song was amazing. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's how I got to be a huge Justin Bieber fan. Right. And, well, I mean, a few songs together. Yeah, quite a few. Yeah, the, uh, and then I went right over to Migos, and I love the Migos. When they kind of separated, it hurt me. And then when the young man passed away, 
it really hurt me because one of our songs, Leap 36, is Hotel Lobby. Oh. That's my jam. Mm. I listen to it every day. In my, I have a, a list that when I'm getting dressed, I have 10 songs. Okay. And by the sixth song, I should be fully dressed. Okay. By the last four, I should be in my car. Okay. <laughs> okay? <laughs> Man, you, these, yeah. you tell, you're giving us some game here. Okay, so yep. you're talking about the top five and the top yep. ten. Yep. Tell, okay, so who's that? Tell us that top five. Rappers, singers, yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. You said T-Pain okay. and Eminem. Now, if you don't want to, yeah. if you want to start first. And... No, no, it's fine. Um, well, in any order, T-Pain ain't never coming out. Okay, okay. Okay, T-I. Oh, my, it's going to get the legs. So you're going to get me in trouble. But it don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, because this guy's in groups, uh-huh. so sometimes a group, not a guy. Right but, so Run DMC, I'm going to yeah. put the entire group in there. Mm-hmm. Then, that's so, the other two, maybe a little controversy, but it don't matter to me. <laughs> because to me, I think about when I hear your music, what it do to me. Mm-hmm. So it's the, all subjective. This is your list. Yeah, so that. the Migos, to me, is the best group, even more than the Beatles. And then the last one is uh, LL Cool J. To me, LL Cool J, when he came through on Def Jam mm-hmm. and he said, hit the radio, I said, I'm a fan. Yeah, man. He, he hit the ground and they never stopped, you know. LL Cool J to me is the best. Run DFC, same, same way. Yeah. Now, if it was my wife's list, Ludacris would be number one. She really? loved Ludacris. Ludacris, okay. Love Ludacris. <laughs> Love him. <laughs> Yeah, so, but and, and uh, man, we jumping all over. You got married yeah. at Lambeau Fields. Yes, I wanted to do something most guys wouldn't do. Most guys ain't doing that. Most people get married in the church, right? And my wife, the coolest. She's like, I'm okay with it. We had a thousand people there, mm. but I would bet you half of them were just normal fans. Oh, okay. I let anybody come. I, they had to pay for their own food, though. I ain't had that kind of money. <laughs> but, like yeah, no I'll I never forget that. That was that was great. And I don't think another guy would do it. That's, ama- that's amazing. I, yep. I, I'm try- when I heard about it, I tried to visualize how it worked. I mean, that sounded like yeah, it was great. Boy Butler's. I didn't know it was a thing where I could have went. I would have went, man. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was great. It was great. <laughs> it was great. I'll never forget it. It, it, it. it changed our lives, but it changed my wife's life because she's from Milwaukee, and mm-hmm. she wasn't even really into sports. And um, for her to get married at Lambeau Field in front of a 1,000 people and her family and friends was truly amazing. That is amazing. Wow. Yeah, this has been great, man. This is amazing, man. Uh, just, I know we we, we this is like we, we should do a part on, two, on. man. Let's do a part yes, two. I was I was gonna say that before we even started this one, yeah. but um, we'll do a part two yes. and do all music. And we got we got this we got this documented, so we gonna we we definitely doing another one. No, okay. Yeah, let's do but, it. Um, so okay, so you talked you you pretty much throughout the course of what we're doing here. You talked about you mean without us even have to in the, in, the, in the fashion that we do things that worked out well. Mm-hmm. We learned about you growing up. We learned about mm-hmm. artists you like now. Yeah, who's an artist? that you might have discovered recently or you want to tell your homies about you want to recommend that people might not be aware of and it, it could be you know it, it could be well, somebody that's, that's popular but somebody mm-hmm. that you looking forward to that might be new in the game that you would that's on the ladies side okay so because i try to help gary uh on our leap 36 so podcast I, yeah, yeah, I like to help him on to what i like the branding of what women do mm-hmm. like when big lotto had that big energy song mm-hmm. Mariah Carey, mm-hmm. her, the remix, Mariah Carey, it blew up. Mm-hmm. 
Meg the Stallion just threw out the first pitch. Yeah, the last throw was opening day. Yeah, I'm sorry. I like that her and Carl got together. Carl from, yeah, her and Rock Nation, and they put their differences aside for her. Because yep. remember, she got shot, mm -hmm. and it was all this slander for her to be winning, and she had two or three big anthem songs. Yeah, she's she's but she's hall. I mean, I can't say hall of fame, but she's, she's hey man, listen, she's doing her thing. Like, and she, then you look at people like Cardi B, who's a mother that always on these hits. The women, to me, some guys sleep on that. Mm -hmm. So I like to wake them up. I mean, like the those. I mean, those women I mentioned, and because I'm a huge. I mean, just Nicki fan, huge Nicki fan. Oh, man. Anything she says a hit to me, mm -hmm. but it's me. Yeah. See, I think it. I thought it was like wrestling. You know, wrestling they do that, but they really love each other. Right, right. But guys sleep on the women because they always have a good branding song. Oh yeah. yeah. And it just slaps. Oh, it's always there. That, that, slaps. That Cardi B song. It's oh a, man. It's an emotional, it's emotional attachment to that. I got a little kid. Little kid just. Understanding that your brand is everything, mm -hmm. and you have to protect your brand. Guys be out here arguing and beefing, and then women doing it, they making millions of dollars. Right, right. And the music is good. And they still making quality music. Yeah, because remember, I got six daughters now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so when they hear me, you know, propping up the women, they love that. Because oh, yeah. I'm telling you, I got emotional seeing a, a, a picture of Meg Thee Stallion shot in her foot going through a trial than throwing out the first pitch. Right. That's amazing. It is, man. It is. I mean, for the culture, for black women, mm -hmm. for everything. Absolutely, man. And, and it's a huge thing. Man. And she's still, I mean, thank God she's yeah. still here. And I mean, yes. you know it's more chapters to that book. Yes. Sure. And, you know, and we all yes. are for it, man. And, well, I'm proud. I'm proud of them because I listen to their music a lot. Yeah, man. And it's just happy music, it's, man. It's, yeah, man. It's, you can find it's happy you can music. find pleasure in, in in every in all types of music. Absolutely. Who it, whether it's a big hit or an underground or new yes. or whatever the case may be, and that's mm -hmm. the whole purpose of us getting here today is to talk about how music has affected us and how important it is to us, man. We got we gonna have a part two, everybody. Yeah, we got to. We got a lot more. We might have a part three, four, five, and six because we ain't even scratched the surface as far as what we want to get to with a Hall of Famer, NFL Hall of Famer, Leroy Butler. Thank you, my brother. Thank you. I'll see you next time. Yeah. Thank you so much.